to the Unlucky Frog Gaming Podcast. You're joined uh, by your usual hosts, uh, Josh Hartley and my co-host, Ben Porter. How are we doing, Ben? Yeah, we made it. End of the year, just about. Just so, about, yeah. yeah. 2017, not quite as brutal as 2016. I think depends who you were. It was they, a bad year for some people. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Oh, we're getting this off to a positive start, get, aren't getting we? Getting dark. Getting dark. Oh, I'm. I'm. If you're wondering if I, if, if you think I sound a little different, I'm rather than being full of festive cheer, I'm full of festive cold yep. right now. Uh, not not recovering from a nose job. No, no, no. Uh, it has been suggested, yeah. but the rumours are not true. I think you're beautiful the way you are. I think you're beautiful too, Ben. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, that, that was that was an attractive laugh. Yeah, yeah well, I, I, I'm, I, you know, this this is making me just all that more attractive. Yeah, having like the Barry White uh, voice <laughs> and like a forty camels a day smoker's cough. So uh, anyway, I'll try not to cough and splutter while we're on the mic. Yes. But yes, we we made it to the end of twenty seventeen. So we were going to record a little episode, just sort of uh, covering off what how Christmas was for both of us, and talking yep. about the year that lies ahead. So yeah, how was how was uh, how was Christmas in the Porter household? Um, li- little bit hectic, but you know we got there. <laughs> so, uh, some minor scheduling conflicts that were ironed out, so that that was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, gaming wise, I was gifted a copy of Warhammer Quest Shadows Over Hammerhall. Yes. So I'm quite looking forward to giving that a try. Um of course our regular listeners will remember we just uh, we fairly recently finished playing through the Silver Tower. Yeah. Which was the first of the the first iteration of the reboot of Warhammer Quest. Yeah. Uh, this one I believe has a games master. So that, that, yeah, obviously that's the big way in which it differs. Um, Are you going to take up the mantle of Games Master is the question. I See, I was thinking I would quite like to play through this as the Doomseeker, which was the character in the previous one. Because if you remember, the the way that that game ended was the Doomseeker was the only person who made it out of the Silver Tower. That's true. You, the, he was the guy who beat up the gold summoner. Yeah. So what yeah. I was thinking is it would be quite cool in terms of uh, storytelling yeah, yeah. to actually have him, uh, you know, working his way through the the dungeons of Hammerhall. Because here's the thing, right? I have, uh, I mean, I've played a fair amount of RPGs myself. I've never done GMing properly at all so this might be my first sort of crack at it unless yeah. anyone else is wanting to have a go well I was going to ask Colin if maybe he fancied uh, doing it because he does quite like GMing yeah um, because I I'm saving up my GMing ideas for when the Age of Sigmar uh, role playing game comes out this which year which is due to land twenty yeah, yeah later on in 2018 yeah I think after the uh, Warhammer Fantasy role play mm-hmm. reboot Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's due out the first quarter yeah. of the year because they, they've already released artwork for it and all mm-hmm. that but um, yeah so I I, th- I think I'm probably going to play through as my Fire Slayer Doomseeker oh sounds good sounds yeah. good what what are the delights did you receive over Christmas then um, my mother-in-law uh, sorry Secret Santa 
uh, got me cough cough mother-in-law yeah <laughs> um, got me the the total recall card game yeah so this is uh, one of the two um, Rick and Morty yeah uh, spin-off games that uh, cryptozoic have uh, made. yeah both cryptozoic yeah yeah uh, so this, well, how how were you describing it to me earlier? Well, I, I'm, this is probably a terrible comparison, but I, it kind of felt to me a, a bit of a mix between a hidden identity game like Mafia and mm-hmm. Guess Who. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, the so far there are two modes: the mm-hmm. standard mode and advanced mode, mm-hmm. and that's something that they do in Anatomy Park as mm-hmm. well. In standard mode. The players are all cooperating to try and work out which of the characters are real mm-hmm. and which are parasites. Mm-hmm. Which was, if you remember, the premise of the the episode. Yeah, the, to- the total recall, the the episode in the yeah. series. You, if you shoot four real characters, you lose the game. Uh, in the deck, you have six real characters and mm-hmm. eighteen parasites. Okay. So, I mean, that those odds sound pretty easy, but the problem is that everyone selects an action card for uh-huh. a turn, and that can be shoot a character uh, of the corresponding colour, or mm-hmm. it can be peek at a card. But what happens is everyone chooses at once and then puts them face down and reveals them all together. So it does mean that uh, those itchy trigger fingers uh, yeah. cause problems. Interesting. Yeah. Looking forward to trying it out myself. Yeah. Very quick and easy game yeah. to pick up, um, and I I really liked it. Yeah, yeah. excellent. Yeah, excellent. So um, I, uh, I I am lucky in that I, I have a December birthday as well. So yeah. I I my living room is an embarrassment of games at the moment. So but that that being the collective noun for games, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. I mean. It, yeah, if anyone, if a stranger walked in, it would be an embarrassment. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so uh, what what have I got? So you you and Charlotte got me Pandemic Legacy season one. Yes, uh, uh, blue. Yeah, yeah. Edition. I I don't know what the difference is. I'm thinking it's like uh, Pokemon Red and Blue. Yeah, you get you get different versions of Pokemon on D- there. Different like, diseases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, this so, one has bubonic plague. Yeah. Oh, cool! Can I trade your bubonic plague for my uh, HIV? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, with um, that, that has gone down really well with critics as well. Yeah. So really looking forward to trying I, that. I believe out. Pandemic Legacy Season One is now number one on Board Game Geek. Yes. Yes. Um, uh, which is quite Gloomhaven second now. Yeah, I, I know that getting off topic a bit here, but I was quite surprised. I saw that recently. Mm-hmm. I knew it was number one ranked overall in narrative, but it's, it's number two. Yeah, which is huge for a Kickstarter game as well. Well, Kickstarter games typically don't go down so well with critics. No, which is the so I think this is the uh, Gloomhaven's been one of the ones to sort of start booking that trend. Yeah, but um, but yeah, so uh, Pandemic Legacy. Is one that we're going to try. Um, Joanne, my long-suffering girlfriend, uh, between my birthday and Christmas, has got me my own copy of Shade Spire, so uh, nice. that I can yeah get my own model- models built up 
and my own deck made. And my sister got me the expansions as well. Good so to I'm, go. I'm, I'm up to speed. You're kitted out. Yeah, just got to paint the damn things. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Joanne also got me the latest Necromunda as well. The big one. The, this, yeah, it's and it's huge. Yeah. Like, I, I opened came it out, up. came out in November, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I've opened it up, and the the number of options you have for each model is staggering. Like, I, that, that That is in the spirit of the game, though, isn't oh, it? Oh, yes, yeah. yeah. You, the, the, each uh, individual member of your gang is really customisable mm. like, in how you, how you armour them. Yeah. So uh, that's that, that's a great thing that Games Workshop have done with those plastic sprues, and as we have mentioned in previous episodes, they look amazing. Oh yeah, as well. Yeah. The sculpts are just brilliant. Um, so uh, so they, they, they were my nerdy gifts from my girlfriend. Um, I have also uh, received uh, from my brother Legendary, which is a deck building game set in the Marvel. Yeah. Uh, comics universe. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't even remember if we've mentioned this on a previous podcast, but a uh, friend of the show, Tom Mannering, has a copy of it which I played and yeah. I fell in love with immediately. So, um, so, uh, so that was uh, an easy one to put on my Christmas list. Looking forward to playing more of that and probably sinking an embarrassing amount of money into uh, expansions for as well. Uh, and um, my parents uh, bought me. Baron Park. Oh, is that, I, is that the correct the correct pronunciation? I, I, I think so. I'm not sure. I'm no I'm no umlaut expert, but I think an umlaut over an A is Baron. Okay. Uh, so this this is so typical of like German board game design, right? They could have picked anything, right? You could have been building a theme park. You could have been building a Jurassic Park. But we're building a park for bears. Just just bears. bears. It's not even a zoo. It's no. just bears, and koalas, which are technically not bears, but Mars- marsupials. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we played quite a bit of that over Christmas, actually, oh, yeah. me, my brother, and my sister, yeah. and it, strangely satisfying game. It looks a bit like play. Tetris with bears. Yeah, and if that doesn't sell you, I don't know what will. Yeah. Uh, so they shouldn't have bothered like with advertising or, no, or anything. Te- Tetris with. Do you like Tetris? Do you like bears? We got Baron the game. Park. We got we got the game for you. Baron Park. Yeah. So uh, looking forward to playing more of that. There's some advanced rules that I haven't tried out yet, mm. so that will be uh, that'll be interesting to give that a go as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's uh, we got we got plenty of new games Lo- to sort of sink our swag. teeth. Yeah. yeah, sink our teeth into over the new year. But events wise, what have we got coming up? Um. Well. Events-wise, uh, just to to give everyone a bit of a, an update, um, we will be at Aircon in mm-hmm. March uh, of this coming year, 2018. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's March the 9th to the 11th. Yes, this uh, is uh, the board game and tabletop gaming convention down in Harrogate. Yes, it is. Just uh, in North Yorkshire. I, I believe it is named Aircon for the river which is in proximity to the convention. So. Yeah, there we go. Not There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought at first it was like some sports thing. I thought it was in air, like the Scottish county yeah. or town. So you thought we were going to like a farming convention or something? Well, I mean, 
they might have board games there. I don't know. Yeah, there's like yeah, I'm just Agricol- like, Agricola. Yeah, like, like guy, guys selling pigs, and then like at the end of the barn, there's like one guy, one eccentric farmer who's like designed a board game and is trying to flog it. There we go. What what a time to be alive. Aircon. Uh, so we got air, so we've got aircon down in Harrogate in March. And uh, what else have we got coming up? We will be at UK Games Expo on the first to the third of June. Yes, this is the big one. Uh, yeah. This is uh, down in Birmingham. Uh, the I'm pretty confident in saying it is the biggest uh, tabletop gaming expo in the UK. Big, biggest in the UK, and I think it is one of the biggest in the world. Yeah, it will be up there, yeah. without a doubt. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure Essen and the American ones are bigger, but mm-hmm. it's definitely like... I, I, Fairly confident it's top ten. Yeah, and this is all the big players. So we've got Fancy Flight, we've got Games Workshop, Wizards of the Coast, as well yeah. as uh, many of the other smaller gaming come. Basically, the entire sort of gamut of yeah. uh, tabletop yeah. producing. And, yeah, for, for the world as well. That, yeah, that, that's the that's where I think UK Games Expo probably uh, stands out mm-hmm. in the in the UK conventions is that people come from everywhere yes to this one yes uh and what else have we got lined up we um, are... we we will be at tabletop scotland uh in perth mm-hmm. um on the first to the second of september really looking forward to that that's yeah, uh, the, a new convention this is yeah, our first year that's going to be its first yes yeah. um we will be at Glasgow Games Fest, which I think will be around November again. I'm not sure if we've got a date yeah. for that yet. Yeah, we. I mean, the, the episode, uh, if you haven't listened to it already, go back and listen to our recap bonus episode of yeah. it. We had a great day. Good, Just, good little um, convention. A bit, a bit more intimate, I think, than yeah. some of the others, but um, still good. And what was really cool was the opportunity to try prototype games, which yeah. is basically how we spent the entire day. Yeah. Uh, so that that was fantastic. A couple of things that we're hoping to go to, money wise. I mean, the the big one on the wish list is Essen. Yeah. Um, we, we might be able to. That that entirely depends on uh, game time off work and having pennies yeah. to fly over to Germany. Yeah, so don't quote us on that, but um, we are hoping to make an appearance there yeah. and uh, report back to you people. You yes. lovely, wonderful frog-loving people about um, about Essen, um, and if you are going to any of these, uh, remember to look for the the two guys uh, standing awkwardly around, probably carrying notepads. Yeah, with the the black t-shirts with the unlucky frog logo on. Yes, we shall yeah. be sporting them with pride. Yeah, so you'll be able to pick us out. Yeah. But just say nice things, please. Yeah, be nice things. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, but by all means, come say hello. That'll be that'll be excellent. And for anyone in the central belt, we are planning to attend uh, the Shadespire organised play event at Common Ground Games at the end of the month. I'm really looking forward to. Uh, I mean, we've talked at length about. Uh, how impressed we are with Shade Spire at the moment. Yeah. But of course, the thing to bear in mind, we are in a meta game of two people. 
<laughs> so it's going to be really interesting taking uh, our decks and warbands to a, a like an actual competitive event. Yeah, see see what sort of conclusions other people have come. I don't know what to I'm going to go for because I was getting quite good playing like the corn berserkers. Even but, pretty good with the undead as well. Yeah, I was well. I don't know. Yeah, and yeah, and, and I know because we we reported uh, earlier on this year that the the first big tournament was taken down by an undead warband. But at the same time, that guy was one of the playtesters. Yeah. So it might say as an advantage. Yeah. At the same time, um, you can't you 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 beat people up a bit more when you're playing the corn warband. They're a bit more exciting, I do um, say. Yeah, it's just... May, maybe it's the smarter thing to be the undead. But maybe I don't want to be smart. Maybe maybe I just want to hit something with an axe. Blood for the blood god! Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but you're, you're, pretty, you're pretty certain on taking the orcs, aren't you? Well, it, it's one of these things... Um, I'm sure we've mentioned it before, that um, on first appearance... You look at the orcs and think, okay, these guys are good at beating things up. Mm-hmm. So make a deck about beating things up. But there's a bit more nuance to the orcs than their first appears, at least I thought. Yes. And that um, that that nuance being that orcs, yes, are good at killing things, but they're also good at disrupting other people's yeah, plans. Yeah, I, th- I think that came into the fore when I started trying out the undead guys because yeah. uh, obviously I I built a deck with the undead which was all about claiming objectives, and it got really annoying when you yeah. one of your guys would do kind of like the bully in the playground, like just push them someone yeah. off off an objective. Get and back then, in your coffin. Yeah, get nerd. out of there. <laughs> no. <laughs> Nice objective nerd. <laughs> like, <laughs> but but this is it. Um, like as I became more acquainted with the the deck, mm. what I found I'd started doing was rather than having like this is the leader and I'm going to make him awesome, and mm-hmm. then I'm going to have the other three little shits just running around doing whatever. I actually designated roles to each of the the characters, yes. and it started to really uh, really click. Is that like kind of like a level up? moment there I, I felt it was because yeah. it was like I I started to feel as though and it's, it's one of these things we've mentioned before about you know games making you feel a bit smarter than you maybe are <laughs> and it, you know when, yep. when you start figuring out how things combo mm-hmm. with one another yeah you, you, you feel like a genius and then you remember like oh yeah it's, well I think yeah I, 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 like I fear so 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 when's the first one it's end of January uh, yeah um, I I'll I'll put a link to the event mm-hmm. in the description. I, th- I think it's twenty seventh or something. Like yeah, that. yeah, very end of January. I I fear this may be a little bit of a reality check yeah. for us. <laughs> I I am fully expecting to uh, show up and get absolutely whipped. Yeah, but at the same time, I I think that I think a lot of people are going to be in the same position we are. Mm. Where they've played it quite a bit with a small group of their friends, and don't fully know what to expect. It's because it's not um it's not at the point where, um, at least I don't think it's at the point where people have been able to optimize 
No, yeah. it's still quite in its infancy. Yeah, I mean, and the other, the, it, it's interesting though, like comparing something like this to say magic, like a competitive Magic the Gathering event. You, if you're, if you are a Magic the Gathering player and you're wanting to uh, compete at a high level, you have so much information available to you mm-hmm. about what people are playing, uh, what decks work, which which ones don't. I mean. You, I dare say 90% of people who show up to like a Grand Prix have copied a deck list that one of the professionals have played recently, right? It's, we, well, it's, it's one of the issues with tournament play that we've discussed before mm. is that when you have ban lists and things like that in effect, although you do have the, the net list issue at the same time, when you start comping mm. things, it does sort of force people to take the same if not similar builds yeah. and this is it so I, I've deliberately kind of denied myself reading more yeah. about how those uh, how those events have uh, gone and what the you know what the top decks are because I kind of want to just discover it for myself because it's sort of kind of like an old school kind of thing yeah so that, I, I think that's part of the fun in a lot of yeah. games though is, is the, the the joy of discovery yeah, working it out for And that's ourselves. something that the internet's kind of, it's kind of ruined for <laughs> a lot of games. Yeah. Well, it has, uh, to the point where Magic the Gathering are now, they've stopped releasing information about their online events. Yeah. Or not as much information anyway. Yeah. I'm sure there's someone tracking it, but... Yeah. Um, well, the, but um, Pokemon do the same thing. Yeah. They, they basically give you a synopsis of what happened in the battle, but they don't tell you you know they don't give you an in-depth analysis yeah so uh so we're, we're looking forward to that though that will be uh so we'll be there uh come along to common ground games end of january you can and you can beat me in a in a battle of uh, uh warhammer you could probably beat me in an actual fight please don't it would ruin my day uh we will fight you though <laughs> I will. Don't I'm, commit me to anything. I will fight you. Ben will fight you. I'll, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll stand by the side and give you words Hold of encouragement. The coach. Yes. Yeah. Careful, lads. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't hurt yourselves. Um, so, so we're doing that. What, what, what else have we got planned out then uh, coming up over the new year? Uh, we, we've talked in the past. Uh, we're going when more of the gangs for Necromunda have been released. We're gonna. Do a campaign with them. Yeah, we've got um, we've got our Firestorm campaign. Just still ongoing. Yes, you 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 played Callum, didn't you? I did. Um, I I had almost double the amount of points that he mm. had. It did not feel like it. Yeah. It it was one of those the we we played the open war cards mm-hmm. because we didn't really have a specific um, battle plan that yeah. we wanted to play through, so we randomised it all. Uh, mm-hmm. We got long deployment, so. You know, we're deploying sort of mm-hmm. like the old Battle of the Pass scenario. So yeah, yeah. we're each at the the short end uh-huh. of the table, um, and then it was attrition was the objective we drew. Right. So it's basically kill each other. Yeah. And wh- whoever inflicts the most damage at the end is the winner. Right. So it was a bit of a slog. Mm-hmm. But it was offset by the fact that the twist we drew um, added one. To the movement characteristic mm-hmm. of everything. All right. And two to the charge rolls, I think. Oh. It, it was. It, it makes everyone a lot more mobile. Yeah. Um, you know, 
because fire slayers and orcs need to be more mobile. <laughs> but yeah, um, I the I just wasn't getting the dice rolls. Mm. Um, so it it did mean that uh, it it got to the point where I I didn't feel as though my superior numbers were reflected in right. the game. I did win in the end. Yes. But, um, a Peric victory, I think. Yeah, uh, it didn't f- didn't, didn't f- feel like one. Didn't feel like a win. You've got your you've got your win though. I got That's my what win. Counts at and the it, end. It was it was an important battle because it was one of it was the Caverns of Fulminax. Mm-hmm. So it was like one of the three key uh, regions mm-hmm. that if someone has control of all three of them, they can. Aye, so so you've got control of one, and Callum has control of one of the others. Yeah. So and. Someone got the third one. The third one's the Eyes of the Prismaticon, isn't it? I can't remember. Yeah. I can't, I can't remember if someone got the third one. It feels one. like it was ages ago. Yeah. But um, but we'll we'll be carrying on with that, and I think probably when we finish that, we'll maybe look at uh, doing a Necromunda campaign. Yeah, that, that that's probably a good time to start that because we'll have a few more of the gangs out as well. Uh, so so that will be that will be good. Uh, have you got any New Year's resolutions, sir? Well, I I was looking at um, just before we started recording. I was looking at my my board game shelves, mm-hmm. and I'd said to you, I've still got quite a few board games I haven't played. I think this is this is quite a common problem with anyone who's into this hobby. Yeah. Um, I I I have at least two games that I can think off the top of my head that I haven't even took out this year in crapping, excluding all the ones I've recently yeah. received. So I I myself have got quite a bit to get through. But we, which ones were you uh, eyeing up? So there there's um. So the the easy solution I think would just be to sell them on. Mm-hmm. But I actually want to to play them. Oh, absolutely! At least once. Yeah. Um, I really want to play Middle Earth Quest. I I don't even want to sell that. I just really want to play that. Yeah. I've had that for a while and just haven't got around to playing it. Mm-hmm. Um. I've got Sails of Glory, mm-hmm. which is like the naval version of X-Wing, basically. Yes. Um, which I, I really want to dig it, dig that out and play it because mm-hmm. I love a maritime battle. Yes. you. Uh, I think you were a pirate in a previous life. Quite possibly. Um, there's a couple of others... That I can't think of off the top of my head, like smaller games, like Kodama's one of them. I think. Kodama, yeah, uh, yeah. Recommended by Menza, mm-hmm. apparently. That's the, that's the first time I've seen that on a box, which is quite interesting. So, like, contrary to us saying earlier, a game that makes you feel smarter than you are, yeah. a game that reflects how smart you actually are. Yeah. So that that will. Uh, I probably won't enjoy playing that. Yeah. I think they, that, yeah. that'll make me feel like a moron. Punching so, the ego. Yeah, just <laughs> which we occasionally need. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then of course we do have um, some of the the new games that mm-hmm. we got over Christmas that I want to play. Uh, like I, I've played, I've played it once, but I want to play it again with a bigger group. Uh, Anatomy Park. Yes. Um, uh, Shadows over Hammer Hall, and uh, Charlotte got. Sherlock Holmes Consulting Detective yes well. uh, strongly recommended game uh, uh, another game I think that uh, could potentially be quite humbling mm-hmm. <laughs> from yeah. what I've heard 
Well, I mean, if we're comparing ourselves to Sherlock Holmes, then I mean, we're probably best quitting while we're ahead. Yeah. <laughs> like, just, yeah. like, not even bothering. <laughs> but, yeah. but uh, no, I've heard very good things about that. I'm looking forward to trying that. Uh, Twilight Struggle. You've still got, you've still, still not, Twilight still not played Twilight Struggle, which so is I, one of my favourites. Yeah, which is on the shelf over there. Mm. Um, so I, I'd say that's probably my New Year's resolution. And you know the best thing about it? It's actually achievable. Mm. And it's a fun thing to achieve. Yeah. Sod going to the gym. Yeah. I'm Who does that? that? Yeah. Fit people? No one no. no one enjoys going to the gym. Even people that go to the gym regularly do I, not enjoy going to the see, gym. See, here's the thing, you know, there's, there's always that thing that people talk about, and, you know, doing exercise. Yeah, but you get this great buzz after you finished it. Well, personally for me, the relief that something is over is not a reason to do it. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, yeah. so uh, I've never got that. Uh, and the dieting thing either, as you could probably yeah. see from my figure. I Well, I'm quite fortunate in that I've never had to do those things. Like, you know... Well, your job is basically exercise, so... That, uh, that's true. I think... It, I mean, we're getting off topic here, but who cares? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think... If I had to do some sort of exercise, I would go swimming. Yeah, it's all right. That's quite enjoyable. Do you know the, the trouble for me is uh, the the sports that I enjoy watching. I'd be I'm terrible at. Like I enjoy watching rugby. I'd get snapped like a twig. <laughs> uh, and I enjoy watching football. And uh, no, I mean, like I I have the uh, hand eye foot coordination of like a drunk orangutan. So. <laughs> So I, I, I'm just terrible at it. So the the sports I enjoy, I'd be bad at. And they're all team sports as well, so I'd be bringing everyone else down. I'm just trying to imagine just how uncoordinated a drunk orangutan would be. <laughs> I think we'd be quite surprised at how dexterous it would be. What, a drunk orangutan? Only one way to find out. Tune in next week, folks. We're going to get an orangutan smashed. <laughs> so... <laughs> So uh, I think with that, uh, just quickly before we wrap up then, uh, we are going to start a new schedule. Yeah, we're changing the format up. Um, The plan, at least at the beginning of the year, is to go to two uploads a week. Yes. So we're going to have a regular show Mm -hmm. on the Sunday. Mm -hmm. That's just going to be half an hour of us talking crap about games. Yep. Good crap, though. Good crap. Yeah. Know. Good crap. Yeah, you know, like the pound shop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, just like it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, however, like, um, like the pound shop for your ears. Yes. And about games. Yeah. Uh, however, next. <laughs> Who needs marketing? Um, However, our uh, midweek show is going to be on a specific theme. Uh, So it might be some independent games uh, that are coming out. We might have a spotlight on, uh, well, we've already had a few games designers in. uh, So it could be a spotlight on a new game that's coming out. Uh, It could be a spotlight on one of our big favourites we talk about. Games Workshop games yeah. an awful lot. I think so. the, the, the name that's sort of been thrown about when we're talking about it was Independence Day. Yes. So the the idea was that be, because um, as as Tabletop itself has grown, um, so too, I think, has the, the independent scene. 
mm-hmm. and that you know that is I, I say that that's not just independent games developers that's independent conventions you know independent critics yeah all that. so we we do still enjoy a lot of games that are put out by the sort of companies that probably don't pay as much tax as they should um you know get <laughs> Games like Warhammer and Magic: The Gathering, so we do we do still want to. These, these are bold allegations here. <laughs> like these, <laughs> we've we've probably already blacklisted by. Nah, it's, yeah. it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> but uh, you know, you know what I mean, though. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. The the big yeah, corporations. Yeah, we do still like those games, but at the same time, we we do want to. Uh, support and cover the yeah. the burgeoning independent scene. The little guy. So much so that we want to give it its own show. So uh, you can look forward to that uh, coming up. And like I say, uh, we're just going to keep on keeping on. Uh, thank you very much for listening to us throughout 2017, guys. Uh, yeah. We hope you have a happy new year. And we'll see you in 2018. Yes, the year of the frog. <laughs> the year of the frog. Good night, folks. Thank you.